Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the head coach at Straight Shot Training. So is your gym opening back up? Depending on where you are, your gym might be opening back up under the new state guidelines. Uh, depending on where you're at, some of you, your gyms may still be closed. Some of you have had your gyms open most of this time. Some of you has opened up maybe in the past week. What I want to talk to you about today is, should you go back to the gym? I want to talk about the pros and the cons of going back to the gym. And obviously, there's going to be some, some pretty obvious cons uh, and some pretty obvious pros of going back to the gym. But I wanted to get, to get into some of the other uh, advantages and disadvantages of training in a gym again that you may have not thought of so that you can make an informed decision on whether or not you should be going back in to get back into your, your normal routine if you even can, at the gym that you are a member at or if you're thinking about joining another gym. So let's start out with the obvious pros of going back to the gym. You have equipment there. So a lot of you have been doing what you can with what you have at home. And I know it's been tough. And I know we've all had to had to get really creative with what we're doing with our workouts at home. And I commend you for that. That's awesome. And, uh, and I know that you're really itching to get back in the gym and use that gym equipment. And so that would be a, a pro of going back to the gym is that you have this equipment. But before I, I move on, let me throw the, the con into that. Gyms are actually reducing the amount of equipment they have for social distancing. So just because you go back to the gym, don't expect that piece of equipment that you use. Because I know some of you really like certain treadmills and certain ellipticals, maybe a certain strength training machine. So remember the gyms have had to make sure that there is twice as much space as what they used to have because they're operating at 50% capacity. So in order to make sure that, so it's not just about having, you know, half of the people in the building. They also have to make sure these people stay separated. So every other treadmill is going to be blocked off. Uh, strength machines are going to be removed or, you know, they're, they're, some places are putting signs on them or trash bags over the entire machine so you can't use it. So a lot of those pieces that you used to use are not going to be there. A lot of the, uh, the things that people go into the gym specifically for might not be there. So that would be a con. So, you know, you're going back to the gym for the equipment, but also that equipment might not be there. You might be better off with, with what you have at home or ordering something to use at home. Because if you have to, if there's a piece of equipment there, and you, even though the gym is operating at 50% capacity, you might be sitting there waiting for a piece of equipment. So that would be a, a, the pro is equipment, but also the con of going back to the gym is the equipment. The pros of working on a gym, of course, would be you have access to heavier weights than you would at home. And uh, at home, it is hard to get a hold of plates and dumbbells and bars right now online. Some places are starting to ramp up production and produce more, but it's still pretty difficult to get your hands on equipment. So you would definitely have more access to, to heavier weights at the gym. You remember, you're gonna have to ramp up slowly building your strength back up since you've been working out at home and maybe you haven't had any weights. So it's gonna take you some time, but yes, the gym is going to have much more. Even if you have a great home gym setup, the gym has more weights. That's just that's what they have there. They have tons and tons and tons of weights. So for getting your strength back, if you don't have heavy enough weights at home, the gym definitely is going to have more there for you. That being said, you can do a lot with what you have at home by changing the way that you're lifting to make what you have work pretty well for you when it comes to building strength. So 
that is a pro of going back to the gym, but I wouldn't make that the only reason you go back is because they have heavier weights there. You, you can definitely figure out ways to do, do it uh, at your house. One of the pros of going back to the gym, and this is one of the biggest ones for people, is the social aspect. People miss their friends. They miss their the classes that they took that they took part in. They miss you know mingling in between sets, talking to each other, you know, sitting on benches and and talking around the water fountains and you know hanging out by the squat rack. So people want to go back to the gym because they want that social aspect. Again, the con of this is. The gyms are, are trying to not have that, understandably, because they don't want people passing things, specifically the coronavirus. So they're not going to be you know cool with two people chilling out on a bench together, uh, two people sharing equipment. They might have rules against two people sharing equipment. I know one gym that won't let people spot each other, so you can't have a spotter because you're too close to the other person. So the social aspect, if you think you're going back to that, to your social you know, uh, group or social schedule or whatever your routine was socially at the gym, it's not there. You're not going to have it. So don't make going to the gym for the social aspect of it be your reason to go back because it's not really there. They're limiting capacity in gyms. Uh, Some gyms are making you sign up for times to come in. I haven't heard of many gyms having lines, but I know some some of them where you have to kind of wait outside or you wait in your car until it's your turn to come in. They're limiting the time you can be in there. So you really got to get in and get out and, and do your workout uh, and not spend a ton of time socializing. You do get to see some of the the, the faces of the people that you missed. Um, so yeah, I guess if you were coming back for that, if that's really what you missed, some of that's going to be there, but honestly, not not what it was. And it's not going to be for for a really long time. Now, if you are at a gym that re, uh, that is ramping up their personal training or their group exercise classes, uh, you might be able to work with your trainer again or your group exercise instructor. But I know a lot of gyms are not doing that or they're doing it at very limited capacity. So that kind of falls into the social aspect, aspect of it where people want to work out with their trainer and they want to work out in the class with the instructor that they love so much. And that could be a pro of coming back. You get to work with your trainer. You get to work with your group exercise instructor. But again, check with your gym to see if those services are still there. I know some places that are hesitant to do personal training because the, per- the trainer has to be close to the person. And it's not like, you know, with, when I do in-home personal training, I bring my own equipment. I'm able to wear a mask. If, if we need to train inside, typically we train outside and I'm able to stand far enough away from them. They use my equipment and I sanitize it before and after the session. If your gym is doing that, that that's probably going to be pretty safe for you to do personal training. But remember, your trainer is seeing multiple people throughout the day. So hopefully your gym is doing something where they allow the trainer time to you know wash their hands in between clients and, and clean the equipment and have a little little space from from not having back-to-back clients because I used to have you know eight ten clients back to back to back to back with no break in between and you know we all, of course we always wipe down equipment and stuff but um, you know because we're always were as trainers we're always trying to promote health we don't we never want our clients getting sick we would never want to pass anything to them we obviously don't want to get stuff from our clients uh, but it happens all the time so we would clean stuff but now you got to make sure if you're going back to your to your trainer and your class that they've got some some stuff in place for you to be able to to stay safe while you're exercising, especially if you're inside. If your classes are outside uh, and you're wiping down equipment in between, that's that's going to be pretty safe. 
um, working with your trainer outside is going to be pretty safe. They're going to be able to, you know, clean the equipment in between uh, you and maybe another client after you or a client before you. But your gym might not have those services available. So if, if gym's opening back up, you think, oh, great, I'm going to get to work with my trainer. I'm going to get to go to my class again. Again, it depends on where you are throughout the country. Everything's a little bit different. So I would check with your gym and see what they're planning on doing about those instructor services. The other pro that I have here before I get into the, the longer list of cons is people want to go back to the gym because they want to get back to normal. And there's this big rush to get back to normal. And I worked at a gym for 12 years. And right when the, the quarantine started, and then we were at a gym for, for a while, and then we came back to work just to provide virtual services and some limited services by, by training our clients outside and doing some classes outside. I saw in those in those weeks that I was back before I eventually left the, the gym uh, and went full time with Straight Shot, I saw that the the normal gym experience that that we loved and that we had does not exist. And it's not going to for a while. And it's sad. It really it really makes me sad. Uh, and but as a trainer I even though I make my livelihood off of this stuff and I plan on opening up a physical location at some point this year, I will be the first one to tell you that that gyms are a high transmission risk place for everything. The amount of times that I would get sick or another trainer would get sick and then we would pass it to each other and within a week the whole staff had a cold or one of our my clients would come in with a sniffle and within the next week I'm sick and I would always really try to be careful, but I know of I know of two occasions, and I've apologized to the people before of times where I had a little sniffle and I got over my cold, but I ended up passing it to one of my clients, and they got really sick, and uh, that made me feel terrible because that's the exact opposite of what I'm supposed to be doing as a coach. Is I'm supposed to be helping people get healthy. I'm not supposed to be making people sick, right? It's one thing to be a bad trainer and not give somebody a good workout. It's another thing to make someone sick, and that's what. What I'm so worried about with with people going back to the gym is that no one's trying to make anybody sick and the trainers are trying to make a living and the gyms are trying to stay open and people want to get back to this this back to their normal quote unquote normal and I, I want that so bad for you. I just don't know if now is the right time to do it. And it really depends on where you're at too. I mean I, we're up here, I'm in West Virginia and the gym that I'm opening up will be in Maryland. And the gym that I was working at was in Maryland, and the cases in Maryland are dropping, and people are doing a good job of social distancing and wearing masks and stuff like that. But then, you—I just one of my clients texted me this morning an article of a Planet Fitness, and I'm, I'm blanking on the state. It may have been Florida. It was somewhere down south. Uh, Planet Fitness, where several people tested positive for coronavirus, and 200 members of that gym were told to quarantine themselves. Like stay inside your house for two weeks because they were exposed to somebody who had the coronavirus. And obviously I'm also coming at this from a, from a different viewpoint because I am the husband of a wife who was immunocompromised after having a double lung transplant. And I watched someone sit, sit in a hospital bed after receiving a double lung transplant on a, on a ventilator. Um, or sorry, she was she was had just been taken off the ventilator when I when I came into her room, uh, and she was in there, you know, these these tubes and stuff hooked up to her, 
and she told me what it was like being on this ventilator uh, when she woke up after the the lung transplant she woke up with this ventilator and this machine breathing for her uh and you know having this panic attack of, of when they were trying to take the ventilator out so when i hear people you know, having to be on ventilators because of coronavirus and i and i'm very close to someone who told me what it's like to be on a ventilator and then i have several clients who are in the medical field where they have to actually put ventilators into people and that is not something that I want for anybody to have to go through. So for me as a trainer, what I feel comfortable doing with is providing these services remotely. So I try to do as much Zoom and training clients through my new app and you know working with, with people online. And then what in-home sessions I do do, I am able to take my own equipment there so I know no one else has been touching it. I am able to clean it before and after. I make sure these people are not sick. Uh, I make sure that you know if I'm going to be in close proximity to somebody that I'm wearing a mask. I try not to touch the people at all. I try to maintain my distance. Again, everything everything's cleaned up before and after the sessions. That's what I feel comfortable with doing. And yeah, it's not normal to have a, a trainer in a mask standing six feet from you. But normal is is not what we need right now we we need to still view the gym as a place to we're, we're trying to get healthier here we're trying to get better so if your gym is doing a good job of making sure that you can stay healthy while you're working out there and you feel comfortable doing it and you're not you know a caretaker to somebody who is is high risk and you're really good about social distancing uh after after you you have um, maybe been out. If you're you're out more often, you need to be really careful about you know who you're around, and how close you are to them. If you're doing those kinds of things, you want to go back to the gym. I don't want this at all to to seem like an indictment on anyone who goes to the gym that you're spreading the virus. It's like I always feel like I it, that I that I, I come I want to come at it from both ends and then find kind of like this this middle uh, ground so that you can try to we can try to see both sides of things going on. Um, but when it comes to the gym, I I do fall on the side of of gyms really need to seriously consider opening i think that gyms need to embrace remote training i think they need to show people that it is just as as effective of a training delivery method as training in person if you do it correctly and i think that you all as um, clients or, or members or potential uh, you know clients or athletes of ours as, as virtual trainers you all need to be open to the the possibility of hey you know maybe I could get just as fit working out at home that maybe you know maybe Johnny uh, and Chris at straight shot are on to something with this maybe maybe this is something that's going to be better for me than the potential risk that I would have going into a gym again I'm not judging your gym and I'm not judging you and if you want to go back to the gym uh, that is totally, totally up to you. I'm just telling you, I'm, I literally have a paper in front of me with the pros and cons, and I've been listing these things out and looking at it, and looking at it also at the same, from the same standpoint as if, if I had opened my gym, which we were planning on doing, if I had opened my gym up in July, uh, I don't think I would be opening right now. And I would be losing money. And, and, and I, right now, if, I had if I were to just go ahead and go for it, open everything up, and I could start making money with the gym being open. Would I feel comfortable doing that and being responsible doing it? And if not, 
how would I make it so that I would feel like I was being responsible with it? And that's what I did when it came to my, doing my in-person services was how can I feel comfortable? How can I make my clients comfortable? So if your gym is doing everything they can to make you safe and you are doing everything and everyone has this this mutual respect of each other of, of I'm respecting the fact that gym is allowed to open and so I'm going to follow these guidelines uh, and everybody can stay healthy doing it, that's awesome. And I want those gyms to succeed. I don't want any gym to go under during this. I just want everyone to really be cautious with this. So getting into the cons here. Talked before about the lack of equipment due to, to social distancing. Uh, you might have to wait for equipment. There's limited capacity. You might have to sign up for a time to go into the gym. You might have to have your you might have your time limited to how long you can be in there. Uh, I don't know about your gym, but a lot of gyms are not doing childcare. So you could work out at home and have your kids, you know, playing in the room next to you. My son likes to play out in the shed that I work out in. Uh, he typically likes to play either in there beside me while I'm working out, or out just outside of it, so I can always see him. Uh, if if I had to go into a gym, it wouldn't be possible because he couldn't just kind of hang out in the the weight area with his uh, toy trucks. He would have to be in the childcare area, which in most places they're not offering. So you might not have childcare. Uh, I said before about the classes and trainers; those services might not be available yet. You might still be working out on your own. One thing, and I I'm still not sure how I feel about it, so I want to mention it. And some gyms are requiring people to work out wearing masks. And on one hand, I think, that's dumb. You can't get a good workout in a mask. Uh, it's not good for you to be just breathing your own hot breath while you're working out. Uh, you would have to really lower your intensity. Because I think about wearing those oxygen, uh, they're actually ventilation ve deprivation masks. They're called oxygen deprivation masks, but they're two different things. But there's masks that people wear that make them look like Bane, that they go out and run uh, in or they get on the elliptical in at the gym and think that they're you know burning tons of more calories because they can't breathe very well well your mask that you wear is kind of like that when you work out the problem with those those ventilatory restriction masks is that the studies that I've seen done on them the people who wore the masks had to work at a reduced uh, rate work rate of the compared to the people who didn't wear the masks. So the people who didn't wear the ventilation, uh, or sorry, the, um, the respiratory uh, deprivation masks, they were able to work harder because they weren't having to worry about the restricted breathing. The people wearing the masks had heart rates that, that were similar to those people who didn't wear the mask, but it's because they just couldn't breathe. So your, if your heart rate is about the same, you're gonna be burning close to the same amount of calories but the people not wearing the masks were able to perform more work, meaning more repetitions with higher weights done in, a, in less amount of time. Okay, so that would be the definition of work when it comes to, to working out. So if you're able to perform more work at a heart rate of, let's say, 150, then a person who has a heart, a heart rate of 150 who's performing significantly, significantly less work than you, then the person without the mask is actually going to, to get the, the benefits that they're looking for, the fitness benefits, at a higher rate of return than the people who are wearing the masks. So all that to say, when you work out in a mask, you're going to have to do less because it's going to be harder to catch your breath in between sets. You're going to it's going to be hard to do any type of cardio wearing that mask. You're better off doing cardio for sure outside. If you're going to go into a gym, really just go in there for your strength work. Uh, but if you need to go in there and you need to wear a mask, just take longer rest periods in between your sets. Uh, I. But at a certain point, I just think, well, wouldn't you just be better off working out at home? 
if your gym requires you to wear a mask. But I, I do see why they're doing it. And I, I did, I don't want to be hypocritical. I did say before that your gym should be doing everything that they need to do to keep you safe. And yeah, if everyone's wearing a mask inside of a gym, they're going to be safer. So I think that this is something every time I think about it, I am more on the side of the gyms that are requiring people to wear masks inside, even though, you know, deep down I'm thinking like, I would hate to do it. <laughs> and so I think there's the part of me that knows that I could not work out the way I want to work out wearing a mask. So it's dumb these gyms are doing it. But then the trainer side of me and the husband side of me and the father side of me is thinking, you know what, It's that's not a bad idea. And I've talked before about, about mutual respect. So my mask protects you, your mask protects me. If everybody's wearing masks in a the gym, then these people who, who do need to be in the gym working out, so we've talked, we, um, you've probably heard before that people who are overweight and, and obese are at a higher risk for complications of coronavirus because of being overweight. Well, if we're opening gyms back up and those people are trying to lose weight and that's actually something that's gonna actively help them have a better chance uh, against fighting the coronavirus if they did contract it, then wouldn't it be respectful for everybody to be wearing a mask so these people who are in there trying to better their chances at survival against the virus uh, by losing weight, wouldn't it be respectful to wear a mask? And I know that's kind of a, a weird way of maybe thinking about it, but I just think you know if everybody were, were wearing one, then uh, it, we could have more of the people in there who really need to be in there. Again, this is going to sound weird coming from, from somebody who makes them money, well, made their money working in a gym before I switched to, to just online for now. And I will be, you know, making my career out of, of owning uh, my, my own gym with my partner. I will go ahead and tell you that gyms are not essential. And I, and I hope you're still with me after I say that because I know a lot of coaches disagree with me, but they aren't. These are not essential services. I think the training aspect of gyms is essential. I think that gyms need to do better with remote services and making sure they're able to take care of their 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 clients and their athletes when their doors are closed because yeah, we might be facing this again in the fall. But I don't think that it's essential that gyms are open. And I know a lot of people get mad that McDonald's can be open and that gyms can't be open. And that's a whole separate argument. I'm not comparing gyms to other places. I'm comparing gyms to whether or not they are the healthiest places. Uh, and by healthy, I don't mean, you know, obviously you're going to get healthy by getting in shape. I'm just talking about just transmission. Again, I said before, gyms, you're breathing on stuff, you're sweating on stuff. Uh, no, stuff's not, it's not spread in sweat, but, but you're breathing on stuff. Uh, you're, people are sneezing, there's snot, there's blood. I, I, can, I can't even count on my hands and my feet how many times I have had someone spit in my eye. And I don't mean a little bit, I mean a lot of spit in my eye. I've had clients exhale, sneeze, there have been water droplets end up in my, in my mouth, in my eyes. Thank goodness I wear glasses now. When I'm done training people, I look at my glasses and it looks like I went halfway through a car wash and, and didn't get to the rinse cycle. Okay, so gyms are places that have high transmission for this stuff. If we're trying to cut down on that stuff, I totally get why gyms are not essential. Again, people still need to be working out. They need to be provided with remote services. We need to figure out how to eventually get gyms open. I understand that. Business owners, people who own gyms, I, I totally feel for you. I understand that that cash flow is not 
a, a thing, especially for small gyms, that really exists. You rely on those monthly memberships. You rely on that money coming in. You rely on those training services. I totally get it. But I also totally understand why states shut gyms down and why they were the last things to reopen. Because they are the the highest risk of transmission. Where else do you have people forcefully exhaling and possibly cutting themselves and dripping you know, fluids out of their face throughout a workout and, and it's so hard to clean stuff in between people. You can be really good about it, but it's still, you know what it's like to get sick at the gym. Somebody has something and you catch it. Your kid goes into the childcare area of the gym and they catch something and they give it to you and your whole family gets it. Then your kid's passing it over to somebody else. Their whole family gets it. It's just, it is tough to keep those places clean. And Again, I'm not going to say this to saying that gyms should not be open. I'm just saying I get why they closed gyms. I totally get it. And I am I don't I'm not educated enough to tell you when we should open, what the numbers need to be. Uh, I just know that if I did have a gym open right now, uh, I would be following the guidelines and if I was told I was allowed to reopen, I would be really careful about it and as soon as they told me I needed to close, I would not argue with it. I would I would close down. And I think that that this whole thing has taught me a lot. I remember when this all first happened that I was doing like those lot lifts where we would pull up with equipment in a parking lot and we clean this stuff, but I feel like we could have done better with that. I remember one of my clients telling me, hey, you know, you're doing all of these in-home sessions. You might want to be careful about this. And, uh, and that really, really made me think about if what I was doing was responsible as a trainer. And I do feel like what I'm doing right now is responsible. And I think that this is something where, and I'll end with this, where if you own a gym or if you're a trainer or if you're an instructor or if you're a member of a gym or a potential member of a gym or a client or an athlete, all of us have a personal responsibility to be respectful of other people. And I think that there is a huge, huge lack of respect for other people going on right now. Uh, People ignoring guidelines or fighting things Yes, we are all losing money right now in the fitness industry because of this. A lot of industries. And we don't know what is working and what is not working. And we we hope that what we're doing is is good and that we're helping people. And this is super, super confusing. But if we all just, just stopped and thought about, just for a second, it, am I, not just am I going to get sick or something like that, is what I'm doing going to make anybody sick? If so, how do I make it so that I can cut back on the risk of me making somebody else sick? And if everybody just thought about everybody else for a little bit, rather than thinking about themselves, we'd be a lot better off. So, Jims, yeah, if you'd like to talk to me, Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, at straightshottraining.com. Uh, you can also find me straight shot at straight shot training as a social media handle on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, if you want to chat about this, if you disagree with me, if you agree with me, if you want to add something to this, I'd, I'd love to continue the conversation. Uh, not just gym owners, but but members, everybody here. I, I know there's some people who probably disagree with me, and uh, and I, I totally respect that. And and I I even I get where you're coming from too. And this is just just my my viewpoint here. But if you're gonna go back to the gym again. Make sure this is actually worth it, not just for you, but for the other people in your family, the people that you're around. Please be safe going back in the gym. If you need any help with a program going back into the gym or at home, 
uh, I'd love to help you figure out how to make it work with whatever you want to do. If you need to get back in the gym and you want to get in and out fast and you don't want to be using a lot of equipment, but you do need to go in and just use a barbell or just use a dumbbells, if you need any help with that, please let me know. I'd love to help you out with that. Again, Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, at straightshottraining.com. So hope you guys have a great week.